Доброе утро, добрый день, добрый вечер. Меня зовут Бансейва Джессика. Данама сая Келли Хартенсвелт, дан каму акан сакаранг дэнгэр, The Third Culture. Basically, we just introduced ourselves in our own languages. I said, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today. My name is Jessica Bansif. And I said, and you're listening to The Third Culture, and I introduced myself. In Indonesian? In Indonesian. That's awesome. Yeah. That was pretty legit. I know. <laughs> It's like- almost like we grew up there or something. Uh, uh, but I'm sh- okay. We, Anyways. We did. <laughs> oh, well. So, basically, last week we talked about... Um, We actually answered a lot of questions. Uh, we answered, why is my hair blonde? And how come <laughs> Kelly speaks so well in English? Uh, But actually, it turns out we have one more question and that we didn't get to answer. So I'm going to read it to you. And Jess, why don't you answer it first? Okay, sure. Go ahead. Do you feel segregated in either of the cultures you were born or raised in? Or maybe not belonging or something like that? Well, yeah. That's why we're called third culture kids, because we don't belong to either culture. Um, of course I do. I, I, we feel that all the time, yeah. but it's okay. It's who we are. It's our identity. You know, I, whenever I'm here in America, I'm called the Russian girl. And when I'm in Russia, I'm called the American girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do, I do feel that. But it's okay. Um, yeah, that's just my culture, third yeah. culture. Yeah, and one time whenever I was uh, a freshman in college sorry i couldn't remember when i was a freshman in college my the english professor was like here is a list of all the common cliches that people normally use in in essays so make sure you stay away from them every single one of those cliches i had no idea even existed hmm. and that was just one moment where i was like wow i really i don't fit in right now hmm. like because because i don't even know what she's talking about Interesting. Yeah. I actually started to kind of understand what cliches meant mm. by coming here. Huh. I didn't know what a cliche was. Well, you know, when people say, oh, that's so cliche. Yeah. Or in, <laughs> or so cheesy. Like, there's no such word in Russian. Like, uh, do people, th- I can't even explain to Russians what cheesy <laughs> means. They're thinking of literal cheese. Like, and when we have people come from North America mm. to Russia and they're like, oh, that's really cheesy. They're like, what? What? Man, now what? that you're just saying that, sounds weird. <laughs> like, we have no word for cheesy. Yeah. So, cliches, being cheesy. Um, it's, that's where I actually really stood out because I, I say so many cliche things. Oh, wow. Huh. It's so funny because like in Indonesia, when when you like walk around the mall or when you're like walking around and stuff, you normally make eye contact with whoever, well, whoever you make eye contact with, you normally smile or like nod your head or even if you don't even know them. So my uh, senior year of high school in the United States, I would recognize these students who were in my classes and, you know, it was a large school. So they didn't recognize me they didn't even care about my existence and i'd be like i'd like smile and like nod my head at them and all this stuff and finally one day i told my one friend the one friend i had i was like why does no one smile this Hmm. is horrible and he was like kelly you're weird no one does that you you don't smile at people in the hallway even if you're like friends with them you don't do it and i was like why that's so that's like that's me that's sad <laughs> and and they were like yeah kelly it's just weird don't 
don't do that. So I still did it, but I didn't expect a smile back. (laughs) So in Russia, we don't smile at all. So coming here, Uh we perceive the American culture to be super nice. Wow. So I guess the Indonesian culture is a lot. Over-friendly. (laughs) Over-friendly. Way over. Somewhere in the middle, and Russians are just like rocks. Yeah. They don't smile. (laughs) The Russian smile is no smile. (laughs) Just Google Russian smile. That's so funny. <laughs> but despite our differences and these these little issues, honestly, we we both actually really really want to go back and serve mm-hmm. our people mm-hmm. overseas. We've spent a lot of time here in the United States. I've lived in America for the past five years. Kelly, you've lived here for the past four years. Yeah. And one day we would like to go back and bring what we learned here in America back to our countries. I think I have such a deep desire and partially in the beginning of my desire, it was just because I missed Indonesia so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it was the first year after I moved back and I I had talked about this, touched on it a little bit in the last podcast, but... You know, I I just every moment that was bad, every moment that was good, I was like, oh, if only I was in Indonesia right now, it would be better. Mm. Or if I was in Indonesia right now, this moment would be perfect. You know, Mm -hmm. all these different thoughts. And it was funny. So last podcast, I talked about um, snacks and how much I loved American snacks. (laughs) And my favorite snack coming back as a senior in high school was Cheez-Its. I loved Cheez-Its. I don't know why, I just... Because they don't have that in Indonesia, like anything like it. So I was like mesmerized by Cheez-Its. We are not being endorsed by Cheez-Its, by the way. It's just I really love them. And. <laughs> and You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I would all my friends. Well, no, I didn't have many, but anybody that I knew mm-hmm. um, in, in high school, they were like, Kelly, do you even want to go back to Indonesia? Huh. What? Why would you want to go back? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I would lay down every cheese in the world to go back to <laughs> Indonesia. And I mean, at the at the time, like I said, it was because I missed Indonesia. But now, kind of maturing a little bit in that. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I have this deep desire. And it's a dream of mine to go back and to serve the people and show the love of Christ. And the opportunity that I have as an American going to the United, or going to Indonesia, People are sometimes more open. Mm. They're like, "Oh, you're you're American. I want to listen to what you have to say." Interesting. And and I didn't notice that when I was living there as a teenager, but now as an adult, I realize that power and not not bad. That just the opportunity to mm. be able to share Christ with every person. That like, why are you in Indonesia? Why why are you a white person or a bule in Indonesia? Mm. And and I can say I can spread the gospel, and it's like quick, just like that. Mm. I mean, it's an open door. Yeah. Uh, same for me. I I before wanted to go back just because I missed home so much. My parents are still there. I, I still get to go home for mm. Christmas and the summer, which is amazing. I'm so grateful to see them twice a year. But I see the desperate need that they have. That's that's why I want to go. Now it's my my paradigm has shifted. Yeah. The way I'm looking at it now, I want to go because I want to do something that nobody has ever done before. Something as starting possibly like a Christian TV radio station yeah. in my home city. There are none. Yeah. And 
that's the reason why I want to go back. I want to give hope to people uh, through media. That's an open door. I, I really want to go back one day. I don't know when. I yeah. trust in God. I trust in his timing. While I'm here, I'm going to make the best out of it and trust in his leading and his guiding, surrendering every day, taking up my cross. Yeah. And maybe our listeners, we hope you are encouraged. God has an amazing plan for your life. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Mm -hmm. And you'll call upon me and you'll be found by me and I'll listen to you. And God wants you to call on him. Yeah. He has an amazing plan, but he's a gentleman. He's not going to force it on you. (laughs) Exactly. So he wants you to ask him. And when we say, God, I want to do your will, that touches his heart. That touches the heart of God. I would say, let God challenge you. When you lay down, when you surrender your plan, your Mm -hmm. will, let him challenge you to something huge and something greater than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And allow him to do the impossible in your life. And this is our final podcast. We pray that you are encouraged and you do great things for him. And hopefully if we do start back up again, we'll let you know. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.